1: Welcome to the INFJ
2: Whisperer Podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boomshika, and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. And in this one, I wanted to speak to you about a question that was asked recently about the contradiction that... One more contradiction. There's so many of the contradictions that make up INFJs. But one contradiction that we have that I think is an innate part of being an INFJ is this constant craving or wanting or longing for a relationship, for affection, for hugs, for kisses, and all that. And then the constant, almost constant... (laughs) Um, running away from affection, from longing, from love, from relationships, from people Hating them, wanting to be alone, wanting to be solitary solitary, so Wanting our solitude And I think these two parts of us are so Are kind of built into us so They're ingrained into us so much So that we kind of have a hard time getting away from it unless we kind of become a little bit more conscious about it and that's what I'm gonna speak about in this video. What I wanted to say particularly is that I think both of these parts of ourselves are important for us to be a healthy INFJ because I think that's how we pendulate back and forth um, in the world because otherwise what happens to an INFJ because we can also be all or nothing people that we can just kind of go to one extreme and just stay at the extreme for the rest of our lives. We're like, all right, cool. I found my extreme. I found my comfort zone. I'm going to stay here for the rest of my life. I'm never going to move. Uh, Either it could be the extreme where we're constantly in, in relationships that are not good for us, but we're afraid to be alone, which is rare, but does happen. Or the other extreme, which is where most of us spend our time as INFJs, is where we decide we hate people, we hate everything to do with them I we don't want to be around people their their energy sucks their time sucks they they they're just energy vampires and we kind of go to this other extreme where we are on our own and we just want to be on our own all the time and we never want to be around people even when people come to us and want to be around us we reject them we push them away and we walk away from them and i can imagine that a lot of you are nodding or saying yes to this extreme because It is a comfortable extreme for us to spend time in. It's easy for us, actually, because we are all right being solitary. We are all right being on our own. We have lots of interests and projects, and those keep us busy mentally, physically. And we can take care of ourselves. We're pretty self-sufficient. And so, you know, we're like, all right, cool, I guess. If I'm not going to find someone who can love me as I want them to love me, which is hard, then I'm going to be on my own. And so we can of spend our time at that extreme. But what happens is that if you're going to try and be a healthier INFJ, which is difficult, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's, it's, it's a path that we need to walk on if we want to grow as individuals, as INFJs, is that we need to learn that we can't just spend our time in our comfort zone. In fact that's where we stagnate and that's when we start hating ourselves because we know that we're stagnating and we don't like it when we stagnate but we're so afraid to leave this comfort zone of being on our own that we keep on playing this vicious cycle of hating ourselves wanting to change and not being able to change getting stuck in our comfort zone over and over again and i know because i i am in that comfort zone right now and i'm trying to get out of this sticky situation. It's so difficult because I feel like my feet, my whole body is stuck in that extreme and I just can't pull myself out of it. It's like there's sticky, like quicksand that's kind of sucking me back in again and again. And so, as I said, you know, the point of this is to realize that these are extremes and we can't spend too much time at either extreme because it's going to be stagnating. It's not good for us. So what happens is that once we realize that, we become conscious of it, what happens is that we have to realize, okay, what extreme am I at right now? And as I can imagine, as I said, you know, most of us are probably going to be at the extreme where we're in our caves by ourselves, doing our projects, having fun, not unhappy in any way, shape or form, but not completely satisfied either, right? And so we're doing our thing, we've we've kind of given up on humanity, (laughs) and we're like in our caves. And... To realize that this is an extreme and to occasionally, as much as possible, come out of it and try the other side. Like try to get into a relationship or even try dating or speaking to people of the gender that you like. Um, if it's both genders, then both genders. If it's just one, then you know, pick it and pick a person and, and spend some time with them and talk to them. Be around them realize that human beings are not as terrible as we make them some make them out to be yeah they're not perfect obviously in so many different ways but they're not as bad as we make it out to be in our heads and actually have fun with it you know no no need to be like all right this person is going to be the person I spend my entire rest of my life with no doesn't need to be that way it's just about having fun it's just about opening up it's just about spending time with another individual in a romantic or friendly fashion And to open yourself up, basically opening up your heart, opening up your mind, your body to another individual, right? And so I'm not saying that you have to do this all the time. You can obviously, as soon as you're uncomfortable, go back into your cave. But to remember to not spend too much time in your cave because the longer you spend in your cave, the the more comfortable it becomes and the harder it is to come out of it. I know because I can tell you, that it is so comfortable in the cave and it's so nice in there. You know, no one is talking to you and no one bothers you and you can just do your stuff. And yes, you might be lonely at points of time or you have some longing for companionship, but it dissipates very quickly. And so, you know, you kind of spend your time in that cave and you forget about the real world. You forget about human beings, uh, about relationships, partnerships, all that. What I'm saying obviously is to kind of realize that it's not the place that you want to spend the rest of your life in. I know a lot of you are, you know, you've been in that cave for 20, 30 years now. And, you know, you're like, well, I'm comfortable here and I give up. I've tried so many times and it doesn't work out. And I understand, obviously, I do understand. You know, if you try over and over again and it doesn't work out, then you're like, well, I give up. But that's the whole point of it, I think. From my observation, of course, this is just my opinion, but I think that's the point, you know, we're in our caves, and then we come out a little bit, we interact with human beings, some of it works out, some of it doesn't, and then we go back into our caves, and then we recuperate, rejuvenate, and then we come back out again, peek out, you know, take a look if there's someone else, someone around that you want to hang out with, it doesn't have to be a big hoopla, you know, you don't have to make a big deal of it, it doesn't have to be, as I said, for the rest of your life, it can just be some fun, uh, or it's just a friendship thing, and then you try it out, and then when you're done, you come back in again. And that's how you go back and forth. As I said, the problem is when we get stuck in one of those extremes, and then we pretend like that is where we're going to spend our, the rest of our life. We're never going get to out, get out of there. It's, it's comfortable, it's nice, I like it here, why should I, why should I change my life, right? And so when you start kind of moving back and forth between these two extremes, or not extremes, but just moving out of your cave a little bit and then spending time with people, coming back into your cave, relaxing, going back out again, spending time with people, romantically or friendly, whatever, friendship-wise you'll realize that um, this longing that you have inside of you, this craving for affection, this love, n- the need for love, and the need for kisses and hugs and all that, you know what I'm talking about, it will get stronger. And your desire to stay in your cave will get weaker because what happens to an INFJ is that the more time we spend on our own, the more time you want to spend on our own. The more time we spend with people, Sometimes, yeah, sometimes we're like, oh, my God, I hate people. But the more we're able to kind of balance things out and spend time around people, the more we realize, okay, you know, they're not that bad, actually. And if we're able to find someone or if we're able to fall in love with someone or if we're able to romantically like someone, then that desire to be in our cave is not as strong anymore, I would say. It's, it's still there, obviously, because that's our comfort zone. But it dissipates a bit. Right, And so that's the reason I'm constantly telling all of you, in all the videos I do, and and I'm constantly telling myself as well the same thing, is to open myself up a little little bit to human beings, to not close myself off in my room, in my cave all the time, to go out and meet people, to talk to people, to be around people, to either romantically, as I said, or friendship-wise, or family, or whatever, something, just so that we don't kind of spend all of our time in our house or in our apartment. And as I said, the more we do that, the more we'll realize that, okay, the world out there is not as scary or as terrible as we make it out to be. It's not as bad as we make it out to be. In fact, it's actually not that bad at all, right? Now, of course, sometimes you'll venture out of your cave, and you'll meet a terrible narcissist, and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I came out of my cave for this. I I, I should never have listened to boom. Um, but that's just one instance out of many. And this is one thing that I really want to talk to you all about, and maybe I'll do a separate video on this. The past does not dictate the future. Just because you had one bad encounter or two or three bad encounters with narcissists doesn't mean that every single person you meet is going to be a narcissist. Also, if you keep on meeting narcissists, it's on you. You're choosing them. They're not choosing you, perhaps they are, but you end up with them why aren't you realizing that they're narcissists? What is going on over there, right? Why aren't you more conscious of it? Why aren't you becoming more aware of it? If you realize they are narcissists coming out of you, coming after you, sorry, then stop them. You know, stop them. Just run away, run in the opposite direction. Why do you keep it? Why do you let it happen over and over again? And so again, it, the onus is also on you. It's not only on that other person. It's not only on the narcissist to be like, oh, well, this is an INFJ and I... I'm guessing they're not going to like me, so I'm going to stay away from them. They're not going to think that way. It's on you. You have to protect yourself. And so, again, have proper discernment. Realize, okay, this person perhaps is not the best person for me. I'm not going to do it this time around. I'm going to go back into that cave. The next time around, maybe you will be better. Come back out again. All right, actually, this person's pretty nice. I like spending time with them. They're not that bad. Okay, cool. I'm going to do a little bit more with them and then maybe go back into that cave. And then come back out again. And so this is the constant pendulation, if that's a word, back and forth that we need to do in order to be a healthy INFJ. What, as I said, what happens to us is that we don't. We don't pendulate. We just get stuck in one extreme. And we're happy there. And so that's it. We don't even think about doing anything else. And that's when the cravings start for relationships, the craving, the longing for want, for love and for, for that companionship. Because we're not allowing ourselves... To move out of our cave at all we're just getting stuck in the zone in our comfort zone uh, it's also rare flow that happens but doesn't mean that we need to be stuck there forever okay so as I said I might do another video on this because this is a pretty intense topic but if you have specific questions about this let me know again this is just my opinion on the subject obviously I might be completely off but this is what I think from observing myself <laughs> All right. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I shall see you the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?